Hey guys, welcome back to another episode with uh, with Spitball Experts. It's been it has been a while. while. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it has been a very long time since we've been here. So. Yeah, we haven't we haven't died. Um, I just yeah. So yeah, my, like well, uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Dirk. I'm a I'm a I'm a youth pastor. Love spit, spitting about spitballing about theology and life. Um, and I'm very excited to be back after a knee operation. Hey, you're getting old now, Dirk. And, uh, well, Finally, the knee packs up and rehab and all of those nice things. But yeah. in, I've been through that as well, but just at a younger age. And so can we claim these both? Can we claim both knee injuries to like we, we are sporty now? Because mine came from rugby. Yours came from hockey. I mean, are we jocks now officially? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we've made it in life we've made it in life. yes finally yeah. now i can just retire with like a pack of doritos on my lap so. yeah well before before so, so so before i continue on 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 this line please do introduce yourself to the people that do not know you um, yes guys so uh my name is arnold i am currently a youth pastor uh in centurion south africa However, just for the last couple of days, up until the first, then I'm now a big pastor, apparently. Um, the man's in moving the up West, in life, huh? <laughs> yeah. In the West Rand of Joburg. Uh, so yeah, that is who I am. And uh, yeah, I agree with Dirk. We love talking about theology, about the church, about life, about politics every now and again. Um, and yeah, so very keen and excited for today's conversation, Dirk. Yes, me too. Um, so just 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 so that uh, everyone knows, Joburg is Johannesburg for those who. Oh yeah, sorry. That's the slang we have in South Africa. So, um, yeah. So I'm 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 living in Switzerland. Uh, I also I moved out of the motherland. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, hey, it's good yeah. to be back. It's good to to see. Hey, the world's been crazy since we've since we've. Uh, We've been gone. I had summer holidays. I mean, America's burning down. Um, the world <laughs> around us is going crazy. This pandemic has really been taking over the world. Yeah. Um, man, what do you say being a Christian in the COVID times? What is, what is your take on that? Like, saw Christians being tired. Um, yeah. Just going, man. I mean, let's, let, let's start off with, with, with this one thing, I think, that started out as an annoyance. And then I realized why it's annoying me. So, so the, the 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 one thing that I've realized is people are really upset with their respective governments, whether it's South Africa, or yeah. By the by, the fact that that the government said, "Hey, we need to we need to try and stop the spread of this of this virus." So you, as a church community, can't meet in the the bigger spectrum like the collective gathering mm. um, and people just saw it as an onslaught on their religious freedom um, so what do, you, what, yeah. what do you think about that like just <laughs> <laughs> i think it, it goes both ways i think it depends on where you are in the world currently um, because here in south africa we've noticed how yes the government came in and then they took everything kind of away uh, which is i want to say in a sense it was a good thing because things would have been much worse if they didn't try and, you know, curb the, or like flatten the curve and all of that. So that's great. But the moment it got into the religious sector, 
So there was a lot of how people. many people do you think fattened the curve? I mean, it's it's. Been <laughs> <a while. laughs> yeah. uh, it is I. Anyway, um, so I think there's a lot of people, especially in the, in the church world, where we saw over the past couple of months since South Africa's lockdown came in. I think it was in March, since that lockdown kicked in, the hard lockdown kicked in. We saw how a lot of people started were into this whole thing of like, okay, cool, this is nice, this is great. Um, you know, we, we kind of excited about this, but then over the months, um, over the next couple of months after that, we started seeing how there were people, um, especially in the religious sector who started getting extremely tired because now we not only have a religious battle to face, uh, a spiritual battle to face, sorry, but now we've got a physical battle as well, where we have to kind of adapt everything around us we have to wear masks we have to sanitize we have to screen people we have to ensure that we create a safe environment we have to make sure that we get to people still and i think a lot of people a lot of religious people right now a lot of christians especially are really starting to feel the weight on them due to this lockdown because we we've just seen here i mean we have a um with the new level one lockdown that we're on um we see how uh, religious gatherings are allowed up to 50% capacity of their venue, mm -hmm. but the, only to a maximum of 250 people. So we see how only 250 people are allowed um, at the church at a service, but yet we're still not even getting that full. You know, we're still not even getting that to a capacity where that was never the issue. And we're just finding how when we're following up with people, they're saying, listen, we're just too tired. We just, there's so many issues all around us with this COVID thing right now that they don't want that to be to happen at their own church as well with the community. Yeah, I mean, the community, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great place for a virus like this to spread. If you mm. think about it, I mean, the church is really um, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful yeah. spread a super spreader as they call it. Um, yeah. But I, I, I realize people are really just, just, just tired. Maybe a little bit. I think the mm. Afrikaans word here is very, very great. Khatful, which is a direct yes. translation of harmful. But anyway, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great, it's, it's, it's a very interesting thing. Uh, maybe not great, just interesting. Um, do, do, do you think that we, we made people used to the fact that they have their three religious hours in church. Like is community feeling very important for, for Christian. Um, I mean, you should be part of a bigger community um, mm. just, just for the, the basics of it um, being correction or being caught up in a, in a bigger wider net where you are supported. Like it's, it's a great support network. Um, but on on the other hand, I I mean, it's it's very difficult, and probably this is this sounds like criticism, and it's not the church's fault in a sense. And the other hand, it is. But um, do you think we 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 maybe just too much made people used to the fact that you come to church, listen to the pastor, you go to your small mm. group, um, you get into this 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 wheelhouse, and and it's just but it's very dependent on the Sunday. Exactly, all your inputs yeah. from outside and, and the inside input mm -hmm. is very small because, hey, at least mm -hmm. you're spending 15 minutes with Jesus yeah. or you just have 10 minutes before between coffee, between your cornflakes, your coffee yeah. and, and the door, you have like 10 minutes and yeah. brush that in and at the evening, maybe you have kids. I don't know. I don't yeah. have kids, but apparently that's hectic. Um, <laughs> you know, this, this, this thing of being, being made mature 
um, which the Bible speaks of often is, is being a mature Christian. Mm. Um, like, I think, I think there, there's, think? A, there's an example that, uh, that I heard the other day, or actually that I started thinking of is um, I started training now with a friend of mine um, going to the gym and the way that he hey, exercises. Now you're, re- <laughs> now you're really, you are, you are skinning the curve, huh? Wait now. Um, <laughs> we, he started, we started training together and I started realizing that simply just training with him has improved my entire gym functionality, if I can put it that way. Yet, the same thing when it comes to uh, with church now. People suddenly started shifting from doing a, let's say, for example, in, in the fitness world, you get, for example, you get your normal strength training, then you get your compound training and stuff like that, but then you also just get your your your, your I want to say your normal programs, your um, your cutting programs or your bulking programs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. People started shifting away from, let's say, a bulking program or a shredding program. They suddenly started shifting towards an endurance program mm-hmm. where they had to ensure that the way that they train, if it's now spiritually, obviously that we're talking now, the way that they are busy training it is more for the long haul. And if they don't put in their little bits of training every single day on their own, the long haul is going to get very difficult because they don't have that one person anymore on a Sunday that's training them. Yeah. So, and I started seeing church exactly the same way. Now your own spiritual life, it is something to be trained every single day and people are not used to it. I mean, yesterday I just saw my wife was training with us and today she is broken. I mean, she is so tired. She is so sleepy this morning when she woke up she was just like i can't do this i just want to sleep and that was just because her training was different to what she's used to and i think spiritually a lot is happening the same or uh, the same is happening everywhere now as people's training regimens are changing in terms of spirituality that is not just one trainer on a sunday teaching them or wednesday it is now they have to get into the same program every single day and more of an endurance type of thing um yeah so yeah i think i think it's really cool i, I think the guys that that started doing the micro churches before the the respective mm. lockdowns or this uh um pandemic hitting i think they they really maybe maybe they they had a prophecy or something but they saw this mm. coming um they were geared well for it they religious like as as a as a group i think they could they could orchestrate themselves quicker mm. um and and i and i think they're you know, really, really also getting the fruit from it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 as a Christian, it's, it's not an easy world to live in. It's never been an easy world to live in. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's crazy. But I have to say yesterday I was in a, I was in a meeting with a bunch of the, the, the church that I'm in the, um, the youth church leaders. Mm-hmm. And we started talking and the one guy said that within his ministry right now, they're starting to see a lot more healing happening a lot more miracles happening in in the people's lives because people are starting to look out for that a lot more because they're reaching to more of the savior. They're reaching to more of who Christ is as a savior and not just Christ as a Sunday product. I mean, they're starting to look for Christ everywhere they're going um, in their school, in their workplace, in their university or in their families, but they're starting to look a lot more, for not just the whole thing of, <laughs> I don't know if you've watched Talladega Nights before, but where he says, you know, they're looking for baby Jesus and they're just looking for the small little baby Jesus part of it. But now they're starting to encounter Jesus for who he is in their lives. And I think it's a shock on a lot of people's systems 
for yeah. when the moment that they actually have that Paul-like encounter with Jesus. That, so, that is what it's about. I mean, just, just, just uh, now all of our, all of our movie, movie time that we spend during, during mm. our youth is, is really helping our spiritual. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah the, the, the thing is, I think, um, I think the expectation of, of, of God's kingdom is shifting away from, Hey, just, 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 just come to Jesus, you know, just, just, just mm. get saved. I don't know. You know, on your time when you yeah. want to, you know, if, if you feel like it. No, no, not even just that. Just, just the whole thing of, Hey, we need to get people into faith. And then Jesus yeah. is like, no, you need to get people into a relationship. Like people need to get into a relationship yeah. with me, not you need to get anything. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I think the one thing that maybe this time has taught me is, is that the Holy spirit is the one that convicts of sin. The Holy spirit is the one mm. that, that brings people to faith. I'm a sort of middleman. I can only just show people what <laughs> Jesus has done in my life. Yeah. And I think that is, that is what this COVID time is really doing is, is whether it's panicking going well i don't need to panic my my foundation is set on christ and that that's mm. just brilliant um i i don't need to worry if i get sick or whatever if i die i mean that that is another thing all of a sudden the western world i mean here we are confronted with a mortality rate mm. we are just mortal we are not immortal exactly uh, that is the first thing mm. and i see people going crazy it's like okay so the one question we've all have on our minds somewhere along the line is what happens after death? All of a sudden, yeah. you are confronted with the, the basics of being human. Who am I? Mm. <laughs> what, am I? Am I worth anything? And so what is my life about? What is the, the, the yeah. main thing that I should do in life? Yeah. Whatever you want to call that, calling, whatever. Um, <laughs> and, and the last thing is, is, is there anything past this life? And, and I yeah. see this last one really popping up because people are confronted with death. Um, they mm. confront with the realities of life. I mean, now we can't push it away with just dumbing it down and just turning the yeah. TV because, hey, the pandemic's not in my country. So, I mean, life yeah. is for me. Um, well, some parts of South Africa really believe that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, think, I think the major thing is what, I, what I'm excited about in this thing is, hey, Christian, don't get weary and tired. It's going to happen. Mm. Just, just chill out. The wider community is still there. Uh, yeah. We are still eager to meet, whether it's over this or, yeah. or just like two people in a room or five people in a room, whatever yeah. your country allows. Um, but that's not the point. I think the point is Jesus is also saying, hey, that which you've learned, show that to the people mm -hmm. around you. Um, yeah. you, as a, you as an individual have a faith and you have a journey with me. And, and, and that's mm -hmm. the point of the gospel more than than just getting in people into faith, whatever that means. Um, but Dirk, I think even more, even with that, this has been very taxing on individuals, just people coming to church, the community. But just look at it being a pastor. I mean, the way that, that the, the, the weight on the pastors in the world right now, that is insane as well. Because suddenly, I mean, I've always believed that that which is happening in your, in your campus is a part of the pastor's culture that he's putting down. So if there's a community culture, it's something that's from the past and from the leadership team and from you know, the people that are, that are kind of showing it, that are, are exhibiting it. So now there is something happening in, in church where if you're taking a look at a pastor, is, is your pastor healthy? Is your pastor taken care of as well? 
and not and just hear me out this gets in an, into extremes for some people where <laughs> they're they it's all about just the past that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that a pastor is also a human that kind of also needs support um how is the community also enabling the pastor to ensure that he is healthy or she is healthy and i think that is something that all over the world we we need to take into consideration when looking at pastors of churches at ceos of companies of um, principals in schools, you know, of, of people in leadership when it comes to communities is whether, let, let's, whether you're a Christian or not, there needs to be some sort of covering in that. Um, but yeah, I mean. So basically what you're talking about is self-care, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a fact that, I mean, look over the years, just, just, just look at, 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 at the pastors that, that went before us. I mean, these mm. guys were, were doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and in the end it's 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 the lopsidedness of 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 the faith community in a sense it's been always hey we need to take care of the weak and the poor Mm. Um, that's true that is very true of the gospel that's very true of our job and the nature of it but we should not forget the strong um they also need a phone call they also need someone asking hey how are you doing how's your faith Um, mm. they also need all of that stuff. And I think that's, that's the thing of a mature Christian is being able to see the pastor, not just as the leader, mm. but also saying, Hey, I can support my leaders by not just yeah. being attending or freaking being behind the sound desk, but being a spiritual support. Mm. And, and I think that is, that is the thing that we miss about maturity. It's not about mm. diving deeper into the Bible and I don't know, getting whatever re- revelation, but maybe starting out with that one, of, hey, I, as a Christian, as who I am, mm. whatever my job is in the outside world, whatever my, my title is, I can still support um, my leaders in, in, in asking mm. back. I can, be, I can be poor and still asking back. I can be a child and still ask, hey, how are you doing in faith? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is the thing that, that, that edges us to maturity is not to focus on ourselves, but to open our hearts and our eyes, especially our eyes to people around us and saying, mm. hey, keeping our past account, when last did you actually take holiday? Um, you know that you have a team around you. When, when last did you do that? Yeah. Um, are you still hearing from Jesus? Um, you know, that is, that is such important things that we forget because like you said, pastors are human and we think, hey, yeah. you are holy. So I don't know. <laughs> Go be holy. <laughs> It's your job. It is your job. Uh, and it's like, yeah, yeah the problem. It is a job and we are humans and we get where yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I think that that is one thing we can do is, hey, ask back, ask questions, stop being yeah. reflective as a, as a person, just as a normal human being. Yeah. Um, I think it's important being. to realize that you as an individual, it's not just body. Yeah. You, you are three dimensions. You are body. You are soul. You are spirit. I mean, how are you physically? How are you emotionally? How are you spiritually? It's these three areas we need to take a look at every week and simply ask ourselves, okay, but where am I emotionally right now? I mean, just myself in the past two weeks has been extremely taxing emotionally because we've got a lot of stuff that's going on in our lives and a lot of stuff that just went wrong. And not just like one now, one then, like everything happened at once. Everything was just like... Everything just crashed. And taking a look at all of that is the impact that has, not just on myself and my wife's 
um, emotional side, but also the physical side, you know, the, the yeah. spiritual side to it is to realize that we, we as individuals need to know, listen, we have got stuff weighing on us physically, sure, but spiritually and emotionally. And we always neglect the spiritual aspect and the emotional aspect of it, because if I can't see it, I don't need to do anything about it. I mean, that's <laughs> the one joke you always made in high school was something of, you know, look to the left to avoid the problem on the right. Yep. And that's kind of what we're doing. We, we look forward so that we, we look to the outside so that we forget the problems that are on the inside. And I think a lot of people um, right now, especially 2020 has come and shown that with even in South Africa now with just the talks on perhaps moving back to a, a harder lockdown level, which mm. was debunked like two days ago, but just moving back to that, the impact it had on people's lives just that they, they started going into a state of panic again because suddenly there's all this fear and fear just eats away at, at everything within our lives, in our society and all of that. So I think that's definitely something to, to ask yourself every single day is where are you in these three areas? Yeah, not just do I look good, not do I look good on the outside or am I working off that, that, that my bed is looking off. good by the way <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 but how am i looking on the inside so yeah. i think it's important to note that yeah that's so important man i mean we stay humans whether we mm. whether we are we we chose to serve jesus we, we chose to serve the, the the church um full time or, or or just part time and still work in 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 uh in, in another job, which is also mm. important. I mean, God's kingdom is just so it's, it's, it has so many facets and, but we need to, we need to start. Hey, how mm. am I doing? What is on in my life? You can only give what you have. You cannot give more, mm. but yeah, I mean, people should really start looking out for, for their mm. own household. So I get this verse in, uh, in, in Galatians six, um, 610 so paul is just talking about spiritual um spiritual discipline but and that we shouldn't just you know discipline and not look at our own lives like it's it's yeah. a two-way street and, and i think that's the point is that faith is a two-way street yeah uh, the person next to you whether he's your leader or whether it's just your husband wife or girlfriend or whoever it's a two-way street yeah and i think we forget yeah. that especially yeah. especially especially if you if 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 you have an illness um if you are suffering I think we, 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 some, some people stay in their suffering and not get out of it, but that's a different story for another time. So I don't want any backlash yet on that comment. So we'll, we'll stay to the verse. So verse 10, so, so the verse 10 is, is really, it's really cool. So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are in the household of faith. And so it goes in verse nine and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season, we will reap if we, if we do not, if, uh, if we do not give up. So then as we have the opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Mm. And I think that is just encapsulating that seeing that, Hey, faith is a two, two way street. Mm. So look at your yeah. as human being first, not as the guy that's just going to, that you're going to suck the life out out of um but look at him going hey this is a person he needs jesus just as much as i do mm. he has crises just as or she has crises just as much as i do um 
But I also think, on the other hand, pastors should be honest. Transparency mm. is key to, to, to this becoming a really good environment for everyone. Yeah. And I think pastors are not transparent about what, what is actually happening in, in their lives. Um, they only use the good, the good examples in the sermons. Mm. Um, I think that's where it starts. And I think we should be transparent. I mean, I'm a pastor myself. <laughs> I'm talking like I'm not. I'm, I'm one myself. And it's, it's, it's the most difficult being honest, saying, yeah. you know what? I do not have that down. I'm not understanding half of the things that I should be doing. Um, life is not great at the moment. Yeah. That would, be, that would be something for us. I agree. And I think that is definitely a, a good example of a practical exercise we can do this week is to admit that and to take it and implement it and see what happens with it and not just leave it like the little elephants in the room. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The little elephant in the room. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey man, I, I really hope that if you're a youth pastor, pastor, church, lucky, whatever you are in, in, uh, in, in, in the church environment and you're listening to this, um, yeah. Yeah, take up the challenge, be transparent, be authentic. Uh, don't now it's not about doing a, a, a spiritual strip tease, you know, <laughs> and still be still be wise in what you share with people don't don't overwhelm them but be honest be honest um yeah but yeah i think this is a good place to leave it it's a very i agree interesting we got point. very deep for a moment there so yeah, that's good it's what it's let's about end it off here. <laughs> let's stop yes. before it comes too deep uh, before <laughs> it makes someone cry yeah no. like a tiny violin playing at the back it's like yeah. yeah that would be cool that would hey if if <laughs> So drop, leave us a comment if you, um, if, if, if this made you cry or just if this made you laugh, or if you think it's something good, give us a, give us a thumbs up. Um, yeah. If, if you want to follow us, we're on Spotify, mm. Apple podcast, uh, on many other platforms as well. That yeah. Uh, just search spitball experts. You will find us. Yes. So, we enjoy we enjoy spitballing um so yeah hey have a wonderful week you guys and we'll hear of each other in two weeks time yeah cool bye-bye cheers